back from Minneapolis, man. I had such an amazing time out in the state of Minnesota to watch in person at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Minnesota Vikings open up a can of whoop-ass on the Philadelphia Eagles. Final score of 38-20. to They absolutely blew them out the building. It was such a beautiful thing to see. Before I get into the game any further, I've always known the phrasing of Minnesota nice, but it is 100% true. Minnesotans are some of the nicest people that I have ever met in my entire life. And I can appreciate that because in a world that seems to suck all the time to the point where I don't even watch the news anymore because it's like you wake up first thing in the morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Let me turn on the news to see what else sucks today. But in a world that's seemingly full of chaos, it's nice to know that there are still good people out there. And Minnesotans, at least the ones that I've met anyway, are exactly that. And so I did some tailgating with you guys, got some free food, not upset about that at all. Met a couple of the followers out at Eric the Red Bar next to U.S. Bank Stadium. Thanks for coming out, saying hi, took a couple of photos with you guys. All the feedback, all the love that was shown. I can't really say thank you enough. Even the people that didn't come out and say hi. If you didn't have time to, that's fine. But to all the followers, all the supporters, the subscribers, the watchers, the listeners, even the hate followers over the last three years, thank you. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. I hung out with SK, Sean Kenner of the Skull Report, also Rick Sosa. We all do uh, independent Vikings podcasts. Hung out at a couple of cool spots. Chino's out in Uptown. That's a really nice bar slash restaurant. And then also down the street is the Uptown Bar. That was really cool. The Fish Cafe, they have a nice happy hour out there. Uh, Max Industrial Bar is really cool in downtown, not too far from the stadium. Mall of America is great. And then the no sales tax on clothing is amazing. Got a pair of LeBron James shoes for a very good deal. It's too damn cold out there. I'm sorry. But I will. I understand that this isn't the coldest time of year. But I'm a naturalized Californian at this point. So anything under 70 degrees, I'm just, oh, it's too damn cold. So I know I need to get over it. But I had such an amazing time out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that I met and have yet to meet. My family and I, we are going to make this an annual trip. Uh, Usually we've done this about two or three years in between each visit, but we're going to make this an annual thing moving forward. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And getting back to the game, the Vikings win 38-20. to This was a game that was set up for the Vikings to win. The receivers, Deshaun Jackson being out, you only had to worry about Alshon Jeffrey and then the other position groups, the tight ends, and Miles Sanders. And so with the Eagles secondary specifically, I said that, listen, Kirk Cousins has no excuse to not go off for at least 300 yards and two touchdowns at least. So the game was set up for the Vikings to win. It's just a matter of could they execute and did they ever. And for me, the game ball I know that if I was to issue the game ball, I know the easy answer would be Stefan Diggs for finally having his true breakout game of the season with three touchdown catches. But for me, it's Kirk Cousins. And before I get into that any further, I just want to give a huge shout out to the Kirk Cousins fan group out there. You guys are loyal. You are relentless. You are fierce. And I can admire that because after the game, shortly after the game on Sunday against the Eagles, I posted a picture of Kirk Cousins and the you like that meme with the caption, 
Kirk Cousins needs to channel this energy every week. And I was met with several responses along the lines of, what a hypocrite. Don't join the Kirk Cousins bandwagon, the Kirk Cousins train now. You called for him to be benched weeks ago. And I say, wait, what, what, what are you talking about? I never called for him to be benched. When did that ever? Please point me out to when I ever said that Kirk Cousins should be benched. And one of you guys directed me to a post I made on October 3rd, a couple of days after the embarrassing loss to the Chicago Bears, in which I said, and I posted a picture of Sean Mannion, I said the caption included it, the time has come to bench Kirk Cousins and have Sean Mannion, the guy who the Vikings deemed more worthy than the better Kyle Sloter, step up and give Thielen and Diggs the lightning offense they deserve. And I said, wait, that's what you're talking about? You took me seriously? That's sarcasm. What are you talking about? And then more responses. Oh, you're backtracking. You're backpedaling. Don't, those were your words. You need to own it. Fuss up now and just own it. You're right. You're right. I did say that. I did say that. And I did mean it. I was, I can't sit here and act like that I did not have conviction 100% to say that Sean Mannion should start ahead of Kirk Cousins and that the offense would be light years better with Sean Mannion instead of Kirk Cousins. I also cannot sit here and act like that I was not super vocal in my support of Sean Mannion to the point of all the Sean Mannion haters out there this offseason, and you were talking about Kyle Sloter and all this stuff, all the Sean Mannion haters out there, I defended Sean Mannion's honor against all you mofos. If you're a receiver, Playing with your quarterback is Sean Mannion. You are going to be very frustrated because he can't throw outside worth a damn, especially towards the sidelines. He can't throw deep. If you are a receiver with Sean Mannion as your quarterback, you are literally going to get paid to do nothing more than exercise. Sean Mannion, he has played in four seasons. He's played four seasons in the NFL. He's going into it into his fifth season he has played a total of 10 games in those 10 games he has a grand total he went 33 for 53 so just under 62 and a half completion percentage and then for 258 yards no touchdowns one interception 4.9 yards per attempt that is not a misread that is not a typo that is not me screwing up we're not talking about a running back averaging 4.9 yards per attempt on his carries no we're talking about a quarterback 4.9 yards per attempt you can look it up yourself that's what we're sitting here kissing ass for that's the experience that we're oh he has experience experience doing what sucking and it's not like I talked about how Sean Mannion got the backup quarterback job, supposedly, for reasons other than on-field performance. No, I need to own this. Accept it. I was wrong and man up. It's not sarcasm. I never do that. Like that time I talked about how Daniil Hunter would have a down year as a direct result of TJ Clemmings signing with the Chicago Bears. Or that time I talked about when Matt Khalil when Matt Khalil would bolster the Houston Texans offensive line when he signed with the Houston Texans. Or that time I talked about Jason Witten when he was the color commentator for Monday Night Football last season, in which case I said 
Jason Witten is really setting the bar high for aspiring sports broadcasters. Or that time I talked about Trevor Simeon in the 2018 preseason, a game against the Tennessee Titans in which Kyle Sloter went 11 for 15, 130 yards, and one touchdown. You compare that to the much better stats of Trevor Simeon, 6 for 11, 55 yards, no touchdowns, and no interceptions in which I said, Trevor Simeon is out here kicking all types of ass. Or that time I talked about that same 2018 preseason, a game against the Seattle Seahawks in which rookie kicker Daniel Carlson missed both of his field goal attempts, in which case I said, nice to see that the kicking game is better than ever. You're right, folks. I wasn't being sarcastic at all. I meant every single word of all of those posts. Listen, evidently, since I need to spell it out, that was all sarcasm too, okay? If you want to rip me for ever suggesting that the Vikings should trade for Antonio Brown, go right ahead. If you want to rip me for two years ago suggesting that the Vikings should sign Richie Incognito, go right ahead. I'm not above being proven wrong. But if you think I'm really about to sit here and say, that's right, folks, my bad, you got me, I got caught, I really thought that Sean Mannion should start ahead of Kirk Cousins and that the offense would look way better with Sean Mannion instead of Kirk Cousins, you have lost your damn mind. Let's be real. Kirk Cousins against the Eagles was outstanding, okay? He showed exceptional pocket presence. He played with confidence. And he played pissed off. You could tell he did. And it wasn't outwardly emotional. He wasn't rah-rah or anything like that. You saw it in his body language. And that's the thing. Kirk Cousins was the clear leader of the Minnesota Vikings for that football team on that particular day. Here's the problem. When you compare that to, let's say, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, even Andrew Luck before he retired, they showed that same level of energy that same level of leadership on the football field for their team every single snap, every single game, okay? This team, this offense, this Vikings offense, this team needs Kirk Cousins to be that Kirk Cousins that we saw on Sunday. Okay, the you like that game, and that game on Sunday was nice. He played pissed off. He was out to show the world and prove people wrong. Don't talk smack about me, all that stuff. But he needs to show that consistently to give this team the best chance to win. If you're going to be what we usually see on Sundays, the shoulders slumped, head down, deer in the headlights, Kirk Cousins, and not the, okay, playing with confident Kirk Cousins, you're doing your team more harm than good. But if he can do that consistently, then he can be a great quarterback. There's a saying that goes, where the mind goes, the body will follow. He has all the talent in the world, but mentally he has been inconsistent, okay? Don't, and oh my God, what, what was all that stuff you were talking about him last week and talking smack on him? Okay, here's a little secret, guys. Here's how this thing works. When it comes to analyzing games, you analyze the games and what actually happened. And against the Bears and the Packers, two divisional foes in which we are now 0-2, Kirk Cousins was awful, okay? He was bad in those games. What? Okay, review those games. For everyone that swears I'm just hating on Kirk Cousins, review those games against the Packers and the Bears, and you tell me why he was so great in those games. Come on, man. If he's good, he's good. I'll talk about it. If he's bad, he's bad. I'm going to talk about it. I'm not hating on the dude. I'm just saying facts. But this is, oh, my God, you wanted Sean Mannion to start Ahead of Kirk Cousins. That's baloney. Like Judge Judy would say, baloney, please. And if you want the sarcasm to stop, 
I'm sorry, it's not stopping. In fact, for example, on Sunday, Xavier Rhodes was amazing, folks. He was so outstanding. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. He's the best cornerback on this team by far. In fact, he is not making enough money. Whatever Jalen Ramsey signs for, whatever big-time deal he gets, Xavier Rhodes should immediately hold out and match that deal. In fact, maybe get like $100,000 more than whatever Jalen Ramsey is going to get. Stop it, folks. Stop it. Really? Thanks for the content. Thank you for the content. Stop it. We do this three times a week. Mediocre Best Sports Podcast with Realistic Randy. Well, I got the next podcast will be on Wednesday, in which I'll talk about the rest of the team. Because I was going to do a whole breakdown, a whole breakdown of this team, all the good stuff, all the, and the few. There was only really a couple of bad stuff. It was mostly great. I'm going to do that on Wednesday. But this whole backlash, of, oh, my God, Sean Manio, please stop it. Please, are, do you know, you know what I've been saying about Sean Manio this whole time? He stinks. He doesn't even belong in the NFL. Come on, please. We do this three times a week. Mediocre Best Sports Podcast with Realistic Randy. Follow me on Twitter at Realistic underscore Randy. Follow me on Facebook at Realistic Randy. Uh, goodness, next podcast will be on Wednesday because I'm losing my mind here. That was hilarious. Thanks for the content. We will see you on Wednesday. Wednesday.